0: Hello and welcome to Deluded, the Melbourne Demons fan podcast. Uh, First off, we have to apologize for the delayed podcast this week. Like the D's, we had to freshen up a bit, get some time away for the club, and return ready for the second half of the season. Uh, And it's my pleasure to welcome back to the podcast this week, Nita Rao, who's come back in peak physical condition as always.
1: I'm ready to roll. you ready to roll? Yeah, I'm up and about.
0: you ready to hit the second half of the season hard? Yeah. So Nitz, let's start with the Gold Coast game, and we're not going to waste too much time on the Gold Coast game, it is a garbage game to watch, but what do we take away from it?
1: Uh, I just think that nothing has changed, maybe that's it, maybe maybe it's the predictability.
0: Well, one one thing that's changed is winning in Alice Springs.
1: Well, that is true, okay, fine, I take that back, one thing has changed, and it's good to see that we're actually finally getting some reward for that deal that we have in Alice Springs, but nothing has changed in terms of our performances on the field. We just have so many quarters and halves of football where we just don't turn up. We just don't play and there is no pressure. It looks like, you know, opposition players just waltz throughout midfield just with not a finger being placed on them. So it's just, it's really, really frustrating as a supporter watching games like that where you feel like the team just isn't here. They're not switched on, you know, and more, more often than not, we lose those games. And fortunately enough, and maybe because the Gold Coast, players are so young, at least their midfield is so young. Or just lazy. Or just lazy, either one. I gave them more credit than you did. (laughs) But, um, you know, I mean, we were lucky enough to get the win on this particular occasion.
0: See, I agree with that as a reflection of our season in general. I think we've drifted in and out of games and been inconsistent with effort. I'm not so sure it is true last week. I mean... I think in the first half, we actually competed pretty well, particularly in the first quarter.
1: Yeah, we definitely did.
0: We yes. just lacked some precision. Yeah. And we what goal-kicking prowess. That's what,
1: happens when, have, yeah, that's what yeah. happens when
0: you have Tom McDonald as your full forward. Yeah, right? it's like, true. We just couldn't really make a goal. And Gold Coast were just scoring quicker because they have better forwards. Uh, and, you know, midfielders... But I were. do
1: still feel like they get so many goals out, off, out the back. You know? And that is right. super, super frustrating. Right.
0: But they were able to do that, and we weren't.
1: Yeah, right? that's true. Um,
0: and so it took a while for us to rev in. It meant that our midfielders need to be more goal-kicking weapons than there were in the first half.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. So
0: yeah. I don't think the effort was that bad. Maybe at times in the second quarter it was I off. think the
1: second quarter it was off, yeah. I thought our first quarter was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, and our commentators kept reminding us that, you know, we were not kicking with the breeze, and so they were. <laughs> they loved going on about the breeze. They were just full of compliments for Melvin's, you know, potential performance based on the breeze. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Look, so it was a frustrating game, but I will say it is great to see our leaders uh, will the team back. I mean... That was one of Chunk's best games he in a long amazing. time. He was amazing. He
1: was so good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I
0: mean, he was excellent. He was phenomenal. Yeah, um, and even
1: Lewis was just, you know, marshalling the troops.
0: Great as second they half. See. Yeah. He would be, have to be one of the worst first, first half players this season.
1: Do you think so? He's been awful in first half and, and
0: excellent in second half.
1: Yeah, but that's him. He's always there to be the, the cool, calm head, as I yeah. keep saying, yeah. when things are going wrong. Maybe not the cool, <laughs> calm head when things are going right, but like, yeah.
0: Oh, he's, he's a clutch player. Yeah, geez, he is he a clutch player. Yeah.
1: yeah, maybe that's true, actually. It's true. I never thought about it that way, but I think you've got a point there, Karen. <laughs>
0: um, so, I mean, look, it's good to grind out the win. Um, it's good that we won by so much after being down by so uh, much. It
1: was a bit... I think the scoreline was very flattering to us, to be honest. And just in terms of how bad we were in that. We were down by 30 points, and very deservedly so.
0: And it was handy not having Gary Ablett in the opposition. Just a so little bit. Probably a useful factor. Just a
1: little bit, yeah.
0: But look, a win's a win, and that was a crucial win. I mean, if we lost that... Uh, and our whole, whole season would have been
1: that. completely compromised. Yeah, completely.
0: Yeah. So that was great. Um, I want to put something to you, Nina. Okay. you're probably going to think this is ridiculous. Do you think that... The matchup we saw between Tom Lynch and Sam Frost is the future best full forward and full back in the competition, say three years from now.
1: No, No? I do not think that is the future. (laughs) I really, I think that is very generous. I mean, Tom Lynch is a superstar. There's no doubt about it.
0: Okay, so you agree with that part of the equation. Oh,
1: I definitely agree with that part of the equation. I don't agree with the Sam Frost part of the equation.
0: I just think Sam Frost has become a really excellent I agree, I agree. He played really well on Lynch. He did. And he's barely had any time as a fullback. I think he's just going to get better.
1: I agree. But I think to say that he's going to be the best fullback in the competition after like three games, I think is a bit rich. No,
0: not now. But you know who he reminds me of?
1: Oh, here we go. This is
0: also, you're going to laugh at this. He reminds me of a young Alex Rance.
1: Oh God. Are you serious?
0: Because Alex Rance, when he was young. used
1: to have a lot of Alex Rance moments.
0: He had Alex Rance moments. He was quick. He'd just dive into headlong into traffic. He'd do stupid things. Yeah, But he just had this aggression about it.
1: And I think Sam Frost has that. I like Sam Frost, particularly his speed. I love his speed out of the back line. But yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, to, to compare him to Alex Rands already, I think is probably a bit rich. Well, it's
0: clearly premature, but I'm trying to make a big call. That's I it. The, like the deluded it. fan base works. They, they, don't want your, they want nonsense well, One week calls. at a time. Yeah, no, exactly. No, I reckon there's something to it. I reckon he's. he's I, I'm done.
1: a big fan of Sam Frost. I think he's really coming along. So, I mean, I will support you in terms of yeah. making a very, very mild statement.
0: I do remember back in 2012 when people said the matchup between Tom McDonald and Jack Rewald was the future. Exactly, exactly. It was the
1: future best. Full um, full
0: forward and full back which um, we're still waiting on. mm. Still waiting on. So, okay. Maybe that's rubbish but I love Sam Frost. I think he played excellently again. I think great.
1: Um,
0: yeah, there's some promise in that line.
1: He's very athletic. You know, you can just you can see why they took a punt on him, and they wanted him so badly, and St Kilda were fighting over him as well during the trade period.
0: Yeah, it seemed like they overpaid for him
1: completely. But now Big it seems like a lot, genius idea. Yeah, yeah good yeah, recruiting. Yeah.
0: You have to say really good recruiting. Yeah, um, but looking forward from the Gold Coast game, do you think the first half of the season was a success or a failure? You know?
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. I. I would still say it was a failure, just because, and I totally appreciate that we had gone out, we had Hogan out, and you know we've had various injuries and other suspensions and all these things which were sort of ill timed. But I, I think that there are sort of sort of reasons as to why we didn't win those games. But we were in, we were like the Fremantle game. Still, is just you mm. just you just filthy about right because we were completely in that game, we completely owned that game, and then we lost. Um, and then, you know, even games like, for example, against Geelong, where if we just kicked straighter, we would have potentially been like 30 or 40 points up because we were completely demolishing them everywhere except for the scoreboard. Um, oh, what other games were disappointing? Even like the Hawthorne game, I mean, they just started so poorly and they came home strong, but just the start was so poor. They're just, I don't know, in my view, I, I think this, I think it has to be a failure so far. I, I just think that there are too many games which are so winnable, which were in our grasp but that we didn't win. And, and that is like you know, that's got to be marked as a failure.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think, personally, we really only had maybe three games that I considered to be disappointing. Which ones were they? So, I thought the Fremantle game was, was very poor. It was so bad. Um, the Hawthorne game was poor, and the North Melbourne game was poor. Interesting,
1: not the Geelong game.
0: No, the Geelong game. We should have
1: kicked straight up. We were destroying them. I mean, yes, it is annoying. You like twenty-two behind I mean, or something I mean, crazy I mean, like that.
0: That's annoying, but that's not a function of effort or anything. I mean, clearly the players are trying to kick straight. I
1: appreciate that. We still should luck. have won. Though it's not bad luck. I mean, yeah. we should have won. People would, should be able to put those goals. We through.
0: were down. They were some
1: very easy shots.
0: Sure, but we were down two players on the bench, and Geelong had done nothing, and then they rolled over the top of us at the end. And uh, Geelong have shown that they're quite a good team.
1: Yeah, but I just and thought that we Gaun, were so... I mean, losing
0: Gorn in the first quarter.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, and but I And mean,
0: Watts remember that game, right? Yeah,
1: Watts did and it was great. Yeah,
0: but I mean, I think that was a very tough game. The Richmond game, once again, I mean, Richmond, you know, they had a fuller list. Yeah. Um, had we had a full complement, I really think we could have win. Richmond, Richmond ran out of the top of us at the end because we just didn't have the cattle. Um, I don't feel too badly about those games. The other three, yes, they're frustrating. Yeah. But our average losing margin in the first half of the season was 12 points.
1: We we don't get smacked. That, and that's one thing. I mean, I you know, it, it's sometimes hard as a, you know, demon supporter in 2017 to remember the dark days of 2000 and, you know, hmm. 12 where we were losing by like 100 points every game. So obviously we're not losing by those margins every game. But it is frustrating, though, when you are so tantalizingly close. And, you know, we could be sitting in the top... Top eight, and like almost certainly in the top four, have we won those games.
0: True, but we're still pretty reasonably positioned. Hogan's going to be back soon. Gorn's going to be back soon. Yeah, And I think we actually learned something really valuable from the first half of the season we wouldn't have otherwise. So Cam Pedersen looked like he was on the scrap heap. He's played an excellent first half of the season. He's resurrected
1: his career. And
0: I think he's positioned himself as a viable second ruck when Gorn comes back.
1: Definitely, yeah. It actually is kind of bad news for Jake Spencer, really.
0: It's bad news for Jake Spencer. Yeah, it's not an upside for him. No, it definitely uh, is not. But it's but I mean that's good for the team. I think the Cam Patterson thing, and then I think Tom McDonald having to play forward has meant Frost has become a more kind of permanent fullback.
1: Yeah, I like it. He's out be development independent now. I do like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I think we've learnt a lot. I think that's going to be useful. Well, and
1: aside from lessons learnt, Kieran, <laughs> is there, are there any other sort of? I, I, prefer, I you know, I'm happy to forego lessons learnt in favour of just actual wins.
0: I know, but five and five, it's a pretty even year. I think we're reasonably well. We're positioned. in a good
1: position to launch, but we've yeah. just got, we just got—we can't lose anymore.
0: The next four weeks are huge,
1: so crucial, and they're not—they're not easy.
0: They're not easy. They're not easy, and this could go south very quickly. Completely,
1: yeah. Um, Which is why those easy, like those wins, become so depressing in hindsight. But anyway,
0: I know, but I really do feel like we could beat a good team. It no, wouldn't I agree. shock me if we beat a, the Bulldogs or something.
1: Uh, I, I think the Bulldogs are probably a bridge too far.
0: We beat Adelaide at home.
1: Yeah, but the Dogs, I think, are probably... Their best, I think, is probably better than Adelaide's.
0: Fine, okay. But I still think I'd we can beat good teams. Do you not
1: think that? So? No, no, I think no, their midfield no, no, is just that. so elite. Like, it is just a much better midfield than Adelaide's is.
0: I agree with that. Okay, but I still think we can have some scalps. So the yeah. fact we lost to weak teams doesn't necessarily... I mean,
1: I think we'll get... I think we'll lose to the Swans. I just yeah. think the Swans, I don't know why, but they just have the wood over us. And I just think their midfield is better than
0: us. Yeah, they're going to be tough to beat. Look, there's a lot of reason for pessimism. But I'm, I, I, I I'm do still on the pessimistic camp. Yes, you always have been. But I think there's some positives. Um, so one other question looking forward. It's a bit early for this, but as Demons, Demon's fans always do, we're thinking about next season and mm, future seasons.
1: Always. Draft, <laughs> draft, 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 draft,
0: draft, 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 draft. Who is our most important trade target? There's a lot of speculation going around about Melbourne being linked to particular players.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I would have said Stephen May. Um, mm, and you have
0: said that for a long time. I have so. said
1: that for a long time. Yeah. I've been... You beat the Ox. I did. I did. I was I was onto it early. Like, possibly because I identified the best key defender that's <laughs> out of contract and said, oh, we should go for him.
0: She's a master. So this yeah. is
1: like, this is real foresight from me. Um, so, I mean, I really, I just think we need a key defender. We we need someone to to help out Sam Frost while he's developing Lenny's craft. And I just think Oscar McDonald, I mean, he's, he's young, but he's not ready for the, you know, big leagues yet, I don't think.
0: When do you think he'll be ready?
1: Look, I mean, (laughs) the jury's out on that one. I'm not sure, but I I think at this stage, he probably needs a little bit more development.
0: Yeah, I agree. We want to be making a serious top four tilt next year.
1: Yeah. And we just can't have that many mistakes in the back line.
0: No, no, no. And look, I feel like the mistakes can be fixed, but I just don't think he's strong enough yet. Yeah. And um, I'm hopeful he'll, he'll get there, but we need someone stronger. Yeah. So you think May's the go. But if we can't get May's May. May's the go.
1: Then obviously there's a the Jake Lever option, yeah. which Melbourne fans have been sort of salivating over. Yeah. But it's, I mean, there's been contrary reports. I mean, like, I think Seven Adelaide said that he was on the verge of signing a five-year deal but then yeah. his manager came out and said that that was not true so it's unclear
0: i think they want him to be captain he's meant to be a great bloke
1: oh interesting yeah um, well then we'd have to give up we'd have to you know if they want him to be captain then we'd have to throw a lot at that to make
0: that yeah. particular trade happen i mean i don't think we should overpay either i think leave worth our first round pick mm-hmm. i think May's clearly worth our first round pick it's possible that those clubs will want more
1: I think they definitely would want um, more. Yeah. I mean, 100%. They're both captains. Like, if they're both, like, captain material, are you serious?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, leaders had injury issues. I mean, May, I'd be willing to give up a player along with the first-round pick. Which
1: player, Kieran? Uh,
0: I know I know. I always throw Dom Tyson into the mix, but...
1: Always. But
0: Dom Tyson has actually been playing well, so maybe we, we, that's a bit... That's I, I think that's a
1: very... I think that's completely overpaying.
0: That is That is completely overpaying. A second-round pick in Tyson, I'd do.
1: <laughs> because I think structurally... <laughs> I feel like Tyson is the real centre point of the trade here, Karen.
0: <laughs> Because I think structurally we need a defender more than we need another inside midfielder.
1: Yeah, see, I'm not sure if I agree with that necessarily. Only because I do think that our our a lot of the, our midfield is very young but also mm. very old. We just don't have people in that middle brand like age bracket. Mm. And so that is something to keep in mind. We don't actually have any midfielders who are like 25, mm. 26. Yep. So, you know, and, and keeping in mind that Jones and Vince and Lewis are all nearing the sort of twilight of their careers, slash very much in the twilight careers of their careers, I don't know if we can afford just to give up some of our younger midfielders. Right. Like, what if an injury happens to, I don't know, like Viney or Oliver or someone like that, but, you know, heaven forbid. But what if that happened? Who are our main inside ball winners? I,
0: I agree. Uh, We've been a but, little but bit. That's a, but that's a challenge, right? And, and yeah. if you get a player like May, yeah. you shore up your back line. We'd have. I'd say with Frost, May, and Tom McDonald and Neville Jeddah, that'd be one of the best backlines. Yeah, the it'd be excellent. It'd be close to risk. the best backline. Definitely. The yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. You have to try and weigh out these different things. Maybe you play Petrarch in the middle more. Hopefully, Brayshaw improves. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a tricky one. But I do really think we should go aggressively at a at a at a centre half back. I completely even agree. To, yeah,
1: and just someone with outside skill and run.
0: Yeah, although it's a bit hard to find those players. Yeah, well, I you're mean, just so into Hall. I love you're
1: Hall. Watching the Gold Coast game is hysterical. All you do <laughs> is just sit there. Like I know on one hand you were disappointed that we were getting um, trounced, but you were also sitting there going, oh, love Hall, yeah. love Hall.
0: I love the downhill skiers. I love the Travis Johnstons of the world. I love the people who just cruise around on the outside getting some easy boards. They're your favourites. They're my favourites. So, I don't know. I mean, if Hall was available, they'd be great. I've always liked Motlop. Uh, you do He like pops Mot-Lop. a lot, but I do think he's a star. Um, I don't know. I'd like for us to consider that. I mean, we've got enough bulls.
1: We have plenty of bulls. Why not we just a nice, more?
0: soft, clean outside yeah. player. Well,
1: there's Zach Jones, actually, as a possible yes. trade target. Yes, Um, and, and, you know, that would be ideal. Right.
0: He's hard at it, and he's a good He's user. hard at it,
1: and he's great user, and he's quick. Yeah. The problem is, is just... And obviously, there'd be something so lovely and adorable about, you know...
0: Is he worth a first-round pick?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, he was, he a, first-round was a first-round pick, pick. and yeah. he's just... He's playing so well this season. and He's been excellent. Yeah. So the problem is, is I don't know how we would possibly manage to manufacture trades for both of them. Yeah. For like Lever and Jones. Or, and
0: and to know. me, the key defender is more of a priority than the outside midfielder. I mean, yeah, we want both. They'd yeah. be great. But I think our midfield's developing. I really do think Petraka can rotate more. Yeah. Um, we can play Hunt as more of a winger midfielder. Yeah. Um, Salem, I think, will hopefully develop. I mean, I don't know. I think the defense is more of an issue. I, I agree mean, with that. Um. But yeah, can't wait for trade period. I feel like we're finally a team that people want to go into.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe we'll actually have some suitors.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, but now it's time for the famous Rowan Bale Award for the most underrated performance in the game against Gold Coast. Um, and to me, this was a bit of a Rowan Bale wick. All the gritty underdog types all came to the fore. They all yeah, jumped up. They did. So, Needs, who do you think? There was a lot of contenders this week.
1: So, I'm always, I've always been a big fan of Chompers. Harms.
0: Chomper's Harms. I
1: love Chomper's Harms, not just because of his big teeth, but just because I like him. I don't think he shows stuff every week. Um, so I would have gone with James Harms.
0: What's with him and Gold Coast? He
1: always He always demolishes well Gold, Coast. Gold Coast. You're right. He won that uprising star against, yeah. nomination against Gold Coast last year. I forgot about that. He, he was
0: amazing. He was so slick at crucial moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even, uh, yeah, I think Harms is a fair nomination. But then you had um, uh, Milkshakes Melkshin.
1: Yeah. Who
0: is probably one of the most... Disliked players I'd say on the list Is from, he disliked? From some supporters From some, some supporters.
1: supporters People on uh, forums
0: People on forums He was excellent I Yeah thought. he was
1: great I thought yeah. so as well He
0: played a really good game Nibbler uh, Nibbler Was Nibbler. really good uh, Neil Boone We'll come to Neil Boone In a second But he was, he was great again Yeah And even Wagner Even bad. Wagner he had a good set of wheels, as they often say. You <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but I, I think I Harms think is fair. I think at the crucial moments in the third quarter when we needed goals and we needed assists.
1: Yeah, I thought he was great.
0: But, yeah, it was a real good win for the underdogs. I think Rowan Bale would have been smiling wherever he is. <laughs> Where do you think he is? Probably just sitting at home in Melbourne watching the golf. Anyway, he would have been smiling. <laughs> um, so, James Harms, a repeat winner of the Rowan Bale Award. Um, But now, our next segment. Yes. Perfect segue. Um, The Damien Barrett Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Football Journalism. Yes. Now, Damien Barrett is known for, at times, not really knowing much about opposition players and not doing a huge amount of research. Um, I feel like the moment we're spotlighting from uh, the press conference involving Simon Goodwin uh, kind of fit that profile. So listen in. You'll hear... Uh, the question from the reporter um, about the Gold Coast win. After the game, you can see like, uh, Alex Neil Bullen was taking a few photos with the crowd and, and the crowd were just so excited to see someone like that, their hero. What does it mean, I guess, to the club to be able to play that's and, and <laughs> You can see what it meant to the fans to see Alex Neil Bullen, their hero. Isn't that beautiful?
1: It is beautiful. Alex Neil Bullen is many people's heroes, Kieran.
0: (laughs) Whose hero do you think he is?
1: Well, we actually have one friend, Aaron Mascala.
0: That's true. That's true. He's American. He's never seen a game of football, but he loves loves Alex Alex Neil Neil Bullen. Bullen. Yeah. So maybe just him. Um, Anyway, I thought that was interesting. So if there really were fans in Alice Springs queuing to see Alex Neil Bullen, the club's doing okay.
1: (laughs) The club's doing much better than we all thought initially.
0: (laughs) And you can't see this from the audio, but Simon Goodwin has a big smile on his face when he hears the question. (laughs) I think he thinks the, the reporter is trolling him a bit. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, that reporter, well done. And well done, Nibbler. Um, But now let's preview our grand final, as you will. The Queen's birthday game. Big one. The big one. Yes. The big one. What are the ins and outs this week, Nita?
1: Okay, so hopefully Hogan. I Mm. mean, and it's...
0: It seems unlikely.
1: Well, we're not sure. It's so great to see that he's back at the club and that, you know, he Mm. seems in good spirits, as they keep saying. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What an amazing comeback. Mm. Um, So hopefully Hogan. But... If not Hogan, I think Salem probably comes back into the side. Though it is Mm. hard to drop someone given that, you know, as we said, all the Neil Bullen types did really well.
0: Yeah. You know, we have a list of people that we traditionally drop. Yes, that's right. And they all kind of stood up. Yeah. Although I still feel probably Wagner.
1: You think he goes out?
0: Well, I mean, Salem is, is, I think, a better player than Wagner. Yeah. um, Objectively. Um, But I don't think Wagner did much wrong.
1: No, I don't think so either. But, I mean, I I guess you just have to try and find room for him. We need to have good ball users in there.
0: Right. I think that's probably right. I mean, what do you think about the VFL?
1: Yeah, so great to see Jake Andy Harris have a pretty rousing yeah. performance.
0: Yeah. I'm just not sure. Tommy Bug esque.
1: Tommy Bug esque. I'm just not sure if he come, who he comes back in for. So I mean, it's that's the thing. I just I don't know who they're going to take out of the side this week.
0: Yeah, because I think our half forwards played quite well.
1: Really well, the Hannon's
0: yeah. of the world. And oh, I Nibble love Hannon.
1: Hannon's been a revelation this season.
0: Hannon was great. Hannon's yeah. great. Didn't get much support from you on this podcast early on.
1: I was a huge supporter oh, of Hannon. Revisionism. I said there. that is not true. We'll we we get to the emails confirming. I was have always been a big supporter of Mitch sure, Hannon. Sure. Always been. I said he reminded me of like a dog's player.
0: Sure. No,
1: because he plays <laughs> on his looks, not based you know, on his
0: performance.
1: I have always supported Mitch Hannon. Anyway. Fine.
0: Like you can have a hander but um, yeah, all our half-forwards played pretty well. I mean, I, f- I do feel like Ben Kennedy should get a go at some point.
1: I know, but I just don't know if this is a week to, get, to give him a go. Couldn't
0: you? Couldn't you get him in for Tommy Bug?
1: Ah, uh, yes. We're <laughs> back to dropping Bug.
0: <laughs> well, look, Tom Bug had one good game, made me feel a bit embarrassed about writing him off, and now, and subsequently, he's been getting the ball in good positions and just missing everything.
1: Look, it's obviously disappointing. I mean, but at least he's getting the ball. That's something.
0: He is. And he's putting on defensive pressure. He's playing yeah. all right. I, I think it's impossible that he will actually be dropped. But I just don't see why Ben Kennedy doesn't get more of a gut. I think he showed he had a pretty good first half of last season. He did,
1: but then for some reason he just fell out of favour and never got another Guernsey.
0: I don't remember him playing that bad. I don't remember either. it
1: either. But I mean, uh, to be fair, I'm not going back and watching Ben Kennedy's performances in. <laughs> We've been detail. reviewing the tapes. No, I have not been reviewing the tapes of Ben Kennedy's performances. Yeah, but I know that you probably will in order to mount your case for why you <laughs> replaced Park. <bug. laughs>
0: this vendetta against Tommy Yes, exactly. Uh, for any of you who haven't watched the Gold Coast game, I recommend watching it purely to hear. Dermot Brereton talk about how Tommy Bug is such a precise kick that he can't believe he would ever miss a shot for goal. He says this on two occasions. And he died of laughter. <laughs> um, but, yeah, look, Bug, Bug probably holds his spot. You're I right. think he holds There's, his there's spot. no real pressing need to no. bring like Ben Kennedy. Aside
1: from Kieran's own vendetta.
0: So, do we beat Collingwood?
1: I mean, I'm not sure. I think they've got a lot of injuries, particularly mm. with Elliot being out. Well, we don't know if out
0: Well, we don't know if Elliot's, well, we know out, if Elliot's
1: out. But Wells is definitely going to be out. Mm, mm. So, Wells is out. Uh, Varco's out, Ben Reed is out and potentially Elliot is out. Right. So really, I mean, there's no excuses. That's like half of, you know, that's like half of their best players really.
0: And I think we actually structure up quite well against them I because so we, well. we struggle with some of the big, big forwards
1: mm.
0: and their forward line is, um, Darcy Moore. Darcy Moore, who's a medium forward. I would really expect even like an Oscar McDonald to play okay on Darcy Moore. I'm
1: not sure about that. Fine. That's okay. Okay.
0: Sam Frost. Yeah. Or even Tom McDonald. Yeah. Um, who else are their, their key forwards? Well
1: that's it. I mean and Jamie Elliott's kind of been like supporting, you know, yeah. Darcy Moore in the forward line. But if he's out, that does right. create it, we really he kind of is a lone wolf out there. I mean I, I mean unless they bring back Maine or something like that.
0: For solo, I imagine he's still out?
1: Yeah, well we're not sure. We're about not that. sure and obviously.
0: Um so with him. Yeah, so I don't I don't really know what their forward line is. No. Their midfield is excellent. I reckon better than better than our midfield.
1: Oh, I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, I think that... I think particularly Kendall's without Gorn. Yeah, particularly without Gorn. Grandy's playing really good. well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. So
0: the midfield battle will be tough, but I think their forward line's pretty mediocre. Mm. Um, yeah, do we score enough goals? I mean, oh, and Goldsack's another one that might be injured. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we just, we should beat them.
1: I agree, but I'm always too, like, concerned about being too, you know, confident in any of my predictions. Of course. So we'll probably lose by, like, 40 points.
0: Well... Um, it's traditional negativity from you. But no, I think we're going to win this. I think we'll win it by 20 points. In other words, we just have to.
1: We really we do. lose this, this. is not even an option. We'll
0: probably lose to the dogs. We'll probably lose to Sydney. Mm. We'll, pro- we'll lose to West coast. We could legitimately, we'll sense, grim, we could be five and nine. Yeah.
1: That's really dire.
0: Um, but I feel like if we win this game with the momentum, we could knock off any of those other teams. I agree
1: with
0: that. Um, it's huge. I think we're going to do it. All right. We're going to be up at 1am Monday morning <laughs> work day. Should be interesting. Um, but yeah, I reckon we're going to do it. Um, but that's it for this week's episode of Deluded. Um, thank you to all of our loyal listeners. We're up to more than a thousand listens. Really? Yeah, really. Why is ha- anyone listening to it's us? A, it's a good question. Yeah. Um, but thank you. We appreciate your support. Um, we'll be in your podcast feed from now on a couple of days after every game. Um, please keep emailing us with comments at deluded 1964 at gmail.com. Uh, and keep tweeting us at deluded Podcast. Uh, so far, we've sent one tweet, but we have seven followers. And we're really? We are.
1: That's actually pretty impressive. No,
0: it's pathetic. Um, yeah. But yeah. I'm going to do a better job from now on with the Twitter. Um, so thank you all. We look forward to crushing Collingwood. And go Dees.
1: Go Dees.